There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable MCP players to see if they could give something more to the community. The Christmas Present Initiative. Over the holidays, we'll be providing what we are calling the 18 Days of Christmas. We will bring on a different guest every single episode to talk about a different affiliation. And we're going to start off this one with... Jacob interviewing Travis on Wakanda. Hello and welcome to another Christmas present initiative, this time with Travis Foss talking about Wakanda. Hey Travis, how you doing? Hey, good mate, how you going? Yeah, really well. Happy New so, Year. So, how, how do you feel about Wakanda in the new world? Um, it's It's been a journey, I'm just going to say that. it's um, They're in a, a different place than they've been, I think, from previous seasons. Um, but I have been enjoying it. I have been enjoying playing them again with the changes to their re-rolls going back to um, how they were previously. So that sort of gave them a little bit of a lifeline that um, makes them a little bit more streamlined to play and enjoyable. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, they're, they're, they're different. They're different than what I used to be. Okay. Do you think their, sort of their game plan, their play style has changed significantly from before, before the uh, update? Um, yes and no. That's a bit of a tough question. Um, yes, in that uh, with the changes to the way you pick your crises and threat like levels and stuff like that, it's much, 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 much more difficult for them to secure like their best case matchup, which is something like a Wakanda wave at fifteen on Gamma. Uh -huh. um, that is significantly more difficult to uh, to line up and get, but uh, at the same time. If you like, they're still one of the secure crises, like best in faction, I would say, like best in slot almost, apart from maybe say a criminal syndicate. But so they're still really good at secures, but it's just much more difficult to get the secure that you want to play. So you need a little bit of flexibility, is the main thing, which previously you, you didn't really need the flexibility. Mm, yeah. So just about that threat level. Yeah, I can see that. Um, just touching on the on the changes we've seen, we saw a lot of characters being brought down a bit in Wakanda. Yep. Uh, have you got any thoughts on those? Yeah, look, I think I think Panther and Shuri um, were were probably quality of life changes for a lot of people. Um, I think they're pretty on the nose. I think they're pretty good. Um, it does bring an element of play that you sort of now need to um, cater to size four nuggets. And you need to bring tools into your roster building for that because previously Shuri and Panther could just push those guys all day. Um, yep. Koye probably got hit the hardest. Um, I'm actually finding her quite awkward. I'm finding her. Um, she's been nerfed harder, and Morgan will contest this with me, but I truly believe she's been nerfed harder in faction than she has out of faction. Okay, let's dig into that. What, what makes you say that? So, like, out of faction, you're taking her in, like, um, a force, you know, like as a two threader, you might splash her in in humans, or you know, like Dormammu, for instance. You know, all these all these factions that have this passive power gain, which kind of offsets her loss of power gain. Um, and then in faction, she's quite difficult because it's she only gets a set. I mean, apart from if she she's taking damage, which people can sort of just ignore her now because she's not really generating power on her attacks, so. If you're not really attacking her, then she's only going to really get, you know, be one to two bodyguards a game, which is still game changing. Like I'm not knocking her, but it's I, I find her quite, you know, if you want 
to keep her alive, you're spending power on Wakanda rerolls. But if you're spending power on Wakanda rerolls, it's a finite resource for her now. So you might not get as many bodyguards. So it's like mm. you have to sort of change your playstyle with her. So and just thinking about those sort of the opening turns. Very often she'd go and grab an extract and then like shoot a spear blast off uh, whatever she could in order to just generate a power so that she'd be on two power yep. so she could bodyguard in round yep. two. But yep. now if you, you've got that choice, do you want to just double move her and have her sit there doing sitting on a, a secure next to somebody else so that he's, she's ready for the bodyguard? Or is she going after the extract? And it just makes that sort of the sequencing of activations in round one just a little bit trickier. Um. Yes, Yes, I'll, yeah, it does a little bit. Um, you sort of you're act, you're always sort of activating a koi earlier anyway because you've got bigger pieces and more maneuverable pieces to activate later in the turn. But you are, I truly think you're less inclined to grab extracts with her because if you are grabbing extracts, you're not getting bodyguards, and it's like, hang on, what am I taking a two threat bodyguarding character for if I'm not going to bodyguard with her? So it's 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 been a journey. Um, <laughs> But uh, I'm sort of starting to nail down her new playstyle, and and like you said, it is probably more about that double move, um, and just set up for bodyguards. Um, and you might have to do it later in the turn because um, you know with enough reposition mechanics in the game, you might double move, and they might look at that and go, "Well, I really want that character to die next turn. I'm just going to throw Okoye away, and the bodyguard's kind of useless." So it's yeah, she's she's a lot higher skill ceiling. In faction, I do believe now than she was previously, which is probably a good thing because you know your two threats are kind of some of the hardest characters to play in this game. So mm. yeah, I'm I'm behind it. I'm just not loving it. So have you changed your core? Because you always used to run the core of nine Black Panther Shuri um, Okoye. Has that changed at all? Have any consideration for Killmonger or Storm? Um, so for the most part, no. Um, but I have moved into as we get to a lot more high threat games i'm finding these days that killmonger is quickly becoming a staple in the roster for you know when i can afford to pump a koye from two threat to four threat i'll switch her to a killmonger because he's such a threat on the table anyway that it's he's basically bodyguarding the rest of your list anyway because people are terrified of him so it kind of pseudo works but i am leaning towards if i can at higher threat games to build around like Panther, Shuri, and Killmonger. Go more attrition with a little bit of control. Mm. Um, and what about uh, Storm? Is she getting a look in? Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I, I think she I think she still needs a little bit of love. I'm kind of hoping that AMG, you know, another six or 12 months might do another um, card pack for us and, and some characters that still just need that little bit of a of a touch-up like Storm, for instance, um, will get a bit of love. But she's, yeah, again, she's for a three, like she's not bad for a three threat, but she's quite a power-intensive three threat. And Wakanda is quite a power-intensive faction when you're spending, you know, kind of a power every time you're rolling dice to re-roll something. So, um, yeah, she's a bit awkward in Wakanda faction. Okay. In your experience, then, how does Wakanda go about winning a game? Uh, you get Gamma, you play 15 threat, and you laugh <laughs> all the way in the bank. No. Well, no, no, no. So, sure. <laughs> no, so it, it's, you're, you're kind of teetering on a knife edge with Wakanda a lot of the time now where you're, um, you're pivoting from early, 
early round focusing on secures and extracts into, I find, later round where you can really um, leverage, you know, Shuri's re-rolls, your Wakanda re-rolls, your Panther Mantle, you might have a kill token on, on Killmonger and, and really in that turn three and four where you can really lock down the map and, and start removing pieces. So I'm finding turn one is kind of a bit of a static um, passive, just, you know, you're just kind of trying to stay even. Turn two, you know, you try and push, get a little bit of a, an edge ahead in uh, VPs. And then turn three, oh. as pieces start to get a little bit lower, you can really start to leverage their ability to switch on to attrition style with Wakanda Forever, huge re-rolls, and yeah, all-round good times. How do you feel about dual affiliating versus single affiliating in Wakanda these days? I'm still single affiliating. Um, I have been looking at uh, you know something that's a relatively small inclusion for a dual affiliation, like, say, Black Order. Because, um, you know, without having to spend, um, you know, like slots on Infinity Gems now, like really you just you put three slots aside and you've got Black Order. And with the extra tactics card slots, it's not that difficult to sort of like bang in like a mothership and, and you're pretty much good to go. So I have been sort of playing around with that. Um, mm-hmm. but for now, mean. Yeah. for now, I'm focusing single currently. Giving Corvus some re-rolls, Wakandan re-rolls, makes him even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you put Shuri behind him and it's just... Oh, yeah. yeah. It's uncomfortable. Good. It feels bad on both sides, okay. right? So, <laughs> uh, it's, it's an option, but it's not one you're actively pursuing at the minute. Okay. Yeah. So, we've just is it just four Wakandans we're looking at for characters then in your roster? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so Panther, Shuri, uh, Okoye, and Killmonger. I generally tend to start there because, you know, there's a lot of times where it's pretty easy to switch, you know, like and and, and bang in Killmonger when you need him. And it also opens you up to six wide um, rounds. So it's, it's pretty good. So then who is your number one most common include for the unaffiliated characters that make the table? And you're like, I really want to get this character on the table with this team. Uh, Lizard, currently. Um, okay. He just he's pretty pretty tanky. Um, he brings in that size three, um, you know, reposition for him, and um, mm-hmm. he's got a little bit of push mechanics in there as well. But all around, he's just kind of a really good um, objective um, holder with the the healing factor. He's already relatively tanky. You bang in some Wakanda rolls for tankiness, and um, he's he's quite good in that sort of late in the turn activation, double move and throw someone off an objective and it's quite difficult to with the, the amount of size two pushes out there to sort of get him out of the way or size two throws. Yep, and at three threat as well, he's not eating very much into your build total, so you can still go relatively wide to play that secure game. Yep. Okay, so we like Lizard. Who else have we got that's high on the hit list? So I tend to float um so when it comes to building Wakanda, um I always tend to build the wave first just in case. Sure. So I always tend to float around with two, three threaders and then I'll build from there. So I'm kind of floating between uh, Miles Morales and Iron Man currently. So, um, uh, okay. Yeah. Miles Morales is pretty self-explanatory with his Venom Blast and he's pretty maneuverable as far as, um, characters go. So he, he's, he's all around pretty good. He's a bit of a known quantity for them. 
Um, but I am really enjoying Iron Man, and purely because of his unlimited size push and his repulsor blast. Um, size four has been an issue, I think, for Wakanda to deal with now that they don't automatically push them away. So I'm finding as people tend to include, you know, Modok, Juggernaut, um, Hulk, all the Hulks are coming out now. So um, having a size four repositioning your team has been paying dividends big time. Yep, I can believe that. Uh, I guess another character you might consider in that slot would might be Ghost Spider. Have you yep. played yeah, much definitely. of her? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Ghost Spider's, yeah, again, she's such a great character. Um, I'm finding I'm pivoting more towards Miles over her a lot of the time now because there's so many turn one extract shenanigans around, you know, with Black Cat and, you know, Juggernaut and, you know, Whoever they just seem to be able yeah. to uh, leverage this extract um, advantage over you, and having someone like Miles who can just venom blast things away has been really good. Really good. Hmm. Or um, Black Cat, have you thought about Black Cat in a similar sort of role? I've got a beef to pick with Black Cat. Go on then. Pick it. Um, um, she's so frustrating to play against. Um, um, I want to. I want a player, but I will say my weakness as a player is turn one. Um, I'm not that great with the turn one plays and seeing through the matrix to line it up. Um, but I play against Morgan and Phil or Wraith um, a lot, and they just, especially Wraith, man, he's just got black out every game. He just feeds her power, double moves, steals it in, and it's frustrating. So. I think I need to start either including her or taking it stuff. Yeah, I think it's one definitely to have on your radar. She's going to be played a lot, I think, in yep. Season 7. So, yep. yeah, make sure you, you know what she does and how to play against her if you don't already. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. <laughs> the stealth is probably what is hardest to deal with. Oh, it'd be great if there was a tactics card that got rid of it. <laughs> Cool. Okay, so we've talked about a lot of yeah, no, we've talked about a lot of three threats. Um, who, who else do you like to sort of round out some some of those build values? Because you, if you've got a fixed core, it's you need that flexibility in your unaffiliated characters. Yep. So I'll um, pretty much go with Doctor Voodoo um, a lot of the time. He brings that really good mystic um, builder. He brings the brother Daniel token, which is probably the most important thing. Yep. Um, he's a pretty decent sized base, and with flight, he's pretty maneuverable. He's got the throw and his stuff of Legba, like his um, spender attack. Uh, if you can get that off, it's like an absolute truck. So he gives yep. you that pivot to attrition later in the, in the, the piece, and he brings some shenanigans with Brother Daniel early on. Yep, and again, you're probably going to be running uh, Gamma Wave, so just being able to potentially... Get rid of two people contesting the middle point or the far point, throwing one and brother dangling another. Yeah, he, he can really swing some VPs for you on that crisis. Yeah, feels good. Feels good. <laughs> okay. Um, what about, do you think you need another two threat in the roster? Um, that's my part I'm, I'm, I'm sort of stuck on. Stuck so, on. so I'm currently, like, currently, I'm just trying to I'm work out which is better, Miles and Iron Man. And when I decide which one of them is better, that extra, extra slot will probably go towards like a bullseye or maybe a toad, I'm not sure. Bullseye seems pretty good right now. Um, 
a tooth rate for the guaranteed damage. Um, I've been enjoying playing against them with him, so I do think I need another tooth rate because it just rounds out for those awkward values higher up. Yeah, I think maybe what your uh, your your triple E is showing there a little bit. You're got the the damage flashing in your eyes and thinking, "Oh man, I can get some damage through on him, guaranteed." Uh, I wonder if maybe actually Toad is the right call in Wakanda because, like we talked about, Okoye not being that extract runner anymore. Maybe you just yeah. want a cheap extract runner like Toad, or maybe even Black Widow. I think I think probably Toad's better. But yeah, that's what I was yeah, saying. Like that's kind of I'm fighting between my head and my heart, and my heart between <laughs> Toad and Bullseye. So. Um, yep. um, it's bullseye is not a bad because he sort of fulfills a similar role to a coin and he sits back and just flicks dice at people. Not as nuclear tips, but um, yeah, I think I mean, Toad's probably or black, or even black, just like a little cheap extract runner. Yeah, I mean, what maybe bullseye gives you is a bit more of a pivot into an attrition style, so that maybe your core starts out with Black Panther, Killmonger, and Shuri, like you like you mentioned, and then yep. bullseye yep. takes that Okoye role, but contributes probably more damage to your "I'm going to kill you" strategy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Do you, do you find that's often uh, something you end up building with uh, into, the uh, into the attrition? attrition. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I find I most find games most tend, tend to. to end up that way, that way these days. Um, I think people are running a lot more slow extracts because they can leverage pieces like Voodoo and Black Hat to steal it away. Whereas in the old days, you didn't really do it because if your opponent got lucky and rolled a crit, then it was like, great, I'm on the back foot. And I'll spend most of the game trying to catch up. So I'm finding people tend to roll with a lot of those like smaller extractile missions where they can leverage like stealing and stuff so being able to they inevitably end up being fast being able to pivot in and actually contest is something that sort of plays on my mind plus i enjoy blowing stuff up yeah for sure um what about other characters are you looking at sort of a big spender maybe an angela or someone like that in the roster Yep, so I've got, so I've um, got Angela, Angela and I've got Juggernaut. Got Juggernaut. <laughs> okay, that's fun. Let's yeah. talk about Juggernaut. I think Angela in Wakanda is relatively well established and we yeah. we know that's good. But what's, what, why is Juggernaut in there? What's he doing for you? Juggernaut just Juggernaut has that. Just has um, 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 he's so manoeuvrable. So, like, um, so he's um, a great herb great runner. runner. He's um, so, really good at really contesting, good contesting like the back point on points like Infinity, like Infinity or um, even Gamma. He can sort of really... Cross the table, cross the like, table like, relatively quickly. Um, so if people don't know Juggernaut, he can move. When he moves, he gets power. Then he can do like a free move. Then he can punch someone. And with Wakanda rerolls behind him, he can generally get enough power to do another free move. So um, he's pretty. He's pretty good. Plus, he has really great mystic defense. So I'm a fan of that. Mm. Yeah, I was, I was going to get onto that actually and talk about. Um, Let's dig into that now. There's been a lot of good mystic attackers that have come out recently between Blade and Voodoo and lots yep. of characters that are seeing a lot of play. Do you think that Black Panther's stock has gone down a little bit? Um, not really. Not really. And this is a bit of a contentious, a contentious point, point, but everyone sort of says like mystic like counters Wakanda because, because you know, things like Akoya like and, and Panther can't, can't really use their best parts. Best and while I agree to that to a certain extent, extent. They're actually probably actually one of the best, one of the best mystic, mystic defense, defense factions in the game. game. 
and that they've all got three base, they've all got a re-roll, so kind of three and a half, four Mystic Defense on average with the re-roll, so they're actually quite good against Mystic. Um, I think it catches a lot of uh, like Convocation and um, Midnight Sun players out, because they kind of expect to come in and just roll you over, and then it's like, oh, this isn't actually happening the way I planned. I'm like, well... Yeah, with a bit of cover yeah, and rerolls, like, like, I'm pretty tanky. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so have you got a ten characters that you're you've settled on at the minute for a roster? Yeah, so yeah, I've so currently I've got, got um, uh, like we talked about, talked Panther, Shuri, and Queen, Killmonger. Killmonger. Yep, and then I've got Lizard, Lizard and, and uh, uh, currently Iron, Iron Man, Iron but Man, sort of floating between Miles, Miles and Iron Man. Miles and Iron Man. Yep. And that's sort of my wave. My wave. And then I've got, then I've got um, um, uh, Voodoo, Voodoo, Angela, Angela um, Juggernaut. Juggernaut. Am I missing someone? Missing lizard. Someone. Lizard. 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 Yeah, you got Lizard. Is, is it a yeah. two threat, maybe? Bullseye yeah. slash toad? Sorry. Yeah. Bullseye yeah. slash toad. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Cool. Uh, and how does that translate then? Uh, let's let's talk skills. So Gamma, we've talked about already. Um, yep. I think that's relatively well established. Do you, do you think Wakanda are the best on Gamma, or do you think there's someone better than them? Uh, I would say uh, I would Criminal say Syndicate, Syndicate are on par. So it's a bit of a... just depends who's moving depends last. Moving <laughs> um, <laughs> For sure. If Wakanda's Definitely moving last, then they're best. They're best. If Criminal Syndicate are moving last, then... then their best, their so best. it's so kind of like an like equal first, but, first, but the average faction, the average I don't think, can really contend with either of those guys. Those guys, guys mm. Yep. Um, so what else do you think uh, is great crisis to bring with Wakanda? Uh, I've got Infinity uh, formula, formula, now. formula now, so I've sort of pivoted sort of away, from, away the, from the, the Fisk, Fisk and uh, like Terrigen kind of kind two of secure two setups. setups. And gone to gone infinity. To infinity and that's purely that's off the back, the back of, of um, uh, like uh, Juggernaut, Juggernaut and, like uh-huh. and, and it also brings also in like a, a relatively, relatively different play style play for someone style like the Queen. Like so, so what I mean by that, that is like a Koya can sort of sit on the far flank so the one that's like not got everyone on it and she can just double move onto the the infinity uh, objective, and sit there and gain power, and then you can bring out something like blind obsession, and then she's like a really good piece to sort of duel like another character on that one flank with rerolls and extra dice on everything. So that's how I'm finding. I play a Koya a lot of the time now. Juggernaut can reach their home infinities like on turn one and start punching things. So it's not bad. Yeah, that seems good. Uh, so then a third uh, secure to round it out. Uh, I've been running the ambush, uh, the new 23 scoundrel uh, mission. So it's like a five um, secure piece uh, mission. Um, and again, that's just leveraging off Wakanda being a great secure faction. And you can, you know, Pound for pound, if they're just dueling one other character, they can always push them off. And Shuri can control a majority of the map from from one of the two home sides. And then you bring in Panther and things like Juggernaut. It's good to go. Yep, I can definitely see that. Um, 
So that's pretty standard. What have you found then with extracts? I found that's often a tricky, a tricky spot for someone like Wakanda. Yeah, it's been. It's been this is the. I'm flexible at least. I'm not 100% sold on it, but um, mm-hmm. research obviously for. It's a secure and an extract slot. Yep, that seems good. Um, I've been running herbs, um, and that's purely just to play against things like black cat and voodoo because. Um, it sort of takes away from their agency a little bit. Like, while I can't really capture my herb because they're always doing things to me, it's pretty difficult to capture a herb in the first place. So it makes it difficult for things like Blank and that to sort of double move, steal stuff, and then get it to where they got to get it. Uh, although, having said that, Black Cat is a pretty good herb runner herself with her grappling hook. So maybe yep. you'd see her used in a slightly different way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, the only thing with that is that I find inevitably people sort of get the tunnel vision to get home and they just bring her through the middle and then I can kind of hit her pretty hard then. Yep, I can see that. Particularly if you've got two of your three, I suppose it wouldn't be your secures, but there's a good number of secures that have got things in the middle that they want to, you want to have people near anyway. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Um, so one more then. I've got hammers in there, in there, but I don't love it. I, don't love it. <laughs> I, I can think tell by like your voice. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I love hammers because it's like yeah, extra like, dice and you can, and you can smash each other. Smash but, each other but, it's but it's probably the one that can, one be, that can be abused the most, the most by the black, by the black and yeah, you know, all that kind of term one shenanigans. I think it needs to go. What might you replace it with? Then what's on the shortlist? Cubes, possibly. Um, I don't mind going like heaps of extracts, and then if things like black cat are taking them, then it's at their own risk. Um, and I like if I can like going with those high extracts to sort of like quicken the game. If you can get someone like Panther to load up on them and get out of there, it sort of makes your life a bit easier. Yeah, I guess if you've got um, yeah, Panther can go and steal uh, one from the other side on on cubes, or if, and Lizard can on the other side, so you can threaten either side, whichever one they don't get. You can send a tanky character to go and grab it on yep. whichever side they haven't put a big hitter. So yeah, I, yep. I can definitely yep. see that. It's also uh, going to speed up the game and you know make it more likely that you end the game round three or potentially round four. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. Um, I wonder. It's I always enjoy i don't know whether it's good but i always enjoy having a book in wakanda because you can then trigger the book attack with wakanda forever so you can get a beam attack uh, on your wakanda forever turns yep yep i can, I can that's now up that's there, now up there. Yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna add that onto my list yeah like i say it's it's fun when it comes off i don't know whether it really suits the play style of wakanda but it's it's something that i i like to think about and it's it's not a bad one in that, one in that. um there's not many of them, many and they them can't hold they multiples. Can't hold multiples. So, yep. so if they are bringing, they are bringing like, like Black Cat, yeah, she's the new hot thing. Say for instance, for instance, she can only steal yeah, one. Steal she can't one. just keep stealing she stuff. Stealing so. stuff so. Yeah, once she's got one, then yeah, that's it. That's she's it. a known yep. piece after that. that. Yeah, I'll give that a go. That's, well, like I said, I don't know if it's good, but maybe it's it's certainly fun. I'm flexible on that last slot, mate. Yeah. Okay. What about cards then? Well, clearly Wakanda Forever is going to be in there, but how do you feel about Vibranium Shielding? 
Uh, I have actually been oh, playing around, around with that. Um, again, it just adds uh, around that turn three, four, when things start to become more attrition-focused, if you can like pop that off, it kind of works similar to that Books of Shigora or whatever it is for Convocation. It gives them a round where it's pretty difficult to sort of get damage through on the Wakandans. Um, so I have actually been playing with that for the first time ever. And do you find you're more often, so I felt there was kind of two ways you use it. Either you pay one on Black Panther to just protect Black Panther, or you pay yeah. ideally like four on Shuri to put out a bubble. Yeah. And I guess yeah, you can sometimes pay four on Black Panther. but Yeah, every now yeah, and then, every now and then there's flush. flush. Um, yeah. Um, and you might power it out from him, out but, him, but um, generally, like generally, you said, like you're, either you're either paying one and one protecting, Panther, protecting Panther, or you're paying or you're heaps, heaps, heaps and, and protecting everyone. Protecting everyone. Mm. It's pretty flexible. Have you, found, like have you found that you're doing one more than the other? Uh, I, uh, more often than not, I end up protecting Panther, 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 I find. Um, well, because I yeah, tend to burn through Sherry's power, power a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trigger happy with the re-rolls. Yeah, I'll re-roll that. It's fine. Yeah. And it's quite... And it's it, actually, quite it actually adds a lot of tankiness, lot of tankiness um, specifically, specifically to Panther against, against like the Modox and stuff like that that otherwise would usually like one round him. Mm-hmm. Um, um, when you start taking minus, minus one damage, one damage and you've got to re-roll on every, every defense and Modoc doesn't, doesn't have that many shenanigans and re-rolls he can do anymore it sort of adds to your survivability a little bit yep uh, and works against throws as well so when Modoc throws that terrain at you it's reducing yeah, another one yeah. of that yep. yeah I can yep. definitely see that uh, what, about restri- what about restricted cards how do you feel about those Wakanda? Uh, field dressing uh, is kind of a, a no-brainer. no-brainer. Um, and, then um, and then I've been going with Medpack med just to sort of like sort of pay two power and heal Panther or Fall. You generally use it on Panther more often than not, but it's just relatively easy to get off for quite a high value with 3 health. Nothing exciting, really. Yeah. No, I think that's perfectly fair. We know healing is really good. Medpack's pretty pretty effective healing yeah. uh, okay so what about uh, let's talk um, the spice flavour well I was going to well, trying to remember uh, Killmonger's card what is it um, uh, you set the, the, the throne there we go yeah um, I mean if you take Killmonger you take you take the throne and do you find you normally when you play it you normally get the VPs yeah 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 definitely yeah. definitely you just got to just got to Bide your time, but with Wakanda Forever, it's more it's more difficult without all you've got. But generally, so you can get it off. And I think we're going to see a bit of a rise in the number of Hulks we see. Do you think that's good? Good tech into Hulk? Yes and no. It's all about timing. Timing. So, so most of the time, no, no. Um, um, some of the time, some of the time yes, yes. But how, how, well, let's put it this way how much damage would you want already to have on a Hulk before you considered playing it to, on a Killmonger activation to try and daze him 10 to 12, 10 to 12. I'd want to, I wouldn't want to do more than half his health yeah um, okay. and if he had, if he had say, 10, say 10 so he was halfway, so halfway I would probably would mentally probably already mentally be committed, committed. Committed, uh, committed, committed to Wakanda, to forever, Wakanda forever to yeah. secure it. To secure it. Um, um, if he was sort of around that, around that eight, 
I'd probably would probably would hope to get hope, him to get him. Yeah. 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 Hope you wouldn't need it. Yeah, I can see that. But I mean if you were sitting, sitting around I'll take it back. I'll take it back. If, if I had Wakanda forever in the hand and he had sort of sort twelve or thirteen, 12 health, 13 left, health left, I'd probably go I'd for probably him. Go for him. Because you've got, because you've um, got Panther, um, and Panther and Okoye or Shuri. Yep, sure. So you, they're going to chip in a little bit, hopefully. Yeah, yep. so you've got to, so you got to, you're going to hit him, you're going to hit him for five or six attacks in a round. But you wouldn't but want to have much more, have than that. much more than that. Yeah, and, and that's that's probably, depending on the game state, that's probably game if you manage to take him down there, isn't it? You get the two yeah, VPs yeah. and then they're down the six threat character. You don't want to miss so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it does hurt. It does yeah, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, what, so about, we're halfway through our tactics cards then. So which ones are you slotting in to round out the roster? Uh, indomitable. Uh, indomitable. I'm imagining, I'm imagining most, people most people are chucking that in. Chucking that in. Um, I, think, I think we're 100% so far on Indomitable in our episodes. So that, that seems likely. It's just value it's just town. Value town. It, is, it is. You can play around it. You can play around it. it. Um, um, you know, you don't have, you to, don't throw have to throw a character, but character, the stopping the, the push, stopping is, push nice. is nice. Um, um, but it's just but good it's to just have. Good it can be game changing. game changing. And it's like having, it's a, like free, having a free restricted card. Restricted card. Yeah, uh, which I, I think is, is, is prescient. I think that, that may well be seen in the future there, Charles. I don't know how you do it. Um, I'll wait till Morgan wait tells, Morgan me, tells me, what me what to do. do. <laughs> yeah, Morgan says it's going to be restricted, so okay, good. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty um, much. Um, I'll be banging in sacrifice. sacrifice. Okay, um, what's the uh, what's the rationale behind that? I find I find bodyguarding less prevalent on the coin. So being so able to just just use someone like use lizard, someone lizard to take to an attack when a coin might, might be the flush power, or panther to take something. Just just all round just gives me another option. If I'm if I'm if a Koya is on a flanking piece, like say an Infinity Formula, then I've got like a sacrifice piece on the other side. Yeah, and it allows you uh, you probably bring that in against attrition focus matchups where you're expecting to see a Black Order or a Kill Squad coming at you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I've been playing around with uh, Blind Obsession. Yep. Um, more with a Koya on like Infinity Formula, but. Um, it's also nice if I'm playing on like Ride Spark or some of those D style missions to have a flanker with Blind Obsession. Um, it can be a really uh, great scalpel piece if you've got priority and you can use it, burn the target into the ground, and then offload it. Um, but over a longer game on something like Infinity Formula, where you tend to have one side that's stacked with characters and one side that's got a couple of nothing characters. Um, having like a blind obsession Okoye with defensive rerolls and stuff is not bad. Mm, yeah, totally. Yep. Uh, so we've got a few more slots, I think. Is it two more slots we've got to fill? Uh, three. Three more slots. Okay, three more slots. Uh, I've got climbing gear just for climbing gear reasons. Um, do you find it's often making your five though? Not really. It just yeah. depends. Depends. If I'm into a reposition heavy style of squad, just having that um, available to me is nice. But um, I'm finding with ten tactics cards, I've got a 
couple of cards that are in there probably when I usually wouldn't use them. But I'm not really sure where else I could chuck in. I could probably look at something that removes stealth, like you said before. Yeah, mark for death, potentially. Yeah. No, it's good. All right, I'm just going to screenshot that card. No. <laughs> Um, I've also got uh, Do You Know Who I Am for um, Juggernaut. Yep. You can definitely um, hear it. What catches people out of guard, I find with that, is that um, Juggernaut doesn't have to be the active character to use it. I'm finding, is that... Yep, definitely true. Yeah, yep. Cool. Yeah, I was just making sure I didn't get that wrong. Um, so it can sort of catch people off guard because uh, it's such a massive throw and... Mm. Doing it out of sequence can catch people unawares. Potentially uh, have Juggernaut throw someone and then unload a Wakanda forever into that person you've just thrown into a death pit. Yep. And then Juggernaut can then throw somebody else. He can have like two throws that turn or he's got pushes, so he can have like yeah, a really big turn where he repositions. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then I've got Follow Me. That's a, that's a triple E card. Um, <laughs> Do you just, in case people haven't come across Triple E, do you want to just explain what Triple E is and, and how this plays into it? I can never remember what it stands for, but it's, ex- it's something along the lines of uh, explosive, uh, erratic, exciting, or something. Just uh, whatever the, the the right decision is that some of the players like Morgan or Pat would usually do, I choose the violence option. And- <laughs> Usually pays off for me because it catches people unawares, but um, that's the part of Marvel I love. I love you know, like visualizing this big superhero battle, and I love getting into it. So I tend to play around that style more often than not. And uh, yeah, people—it's done me well. I've made cut okay. every season for TTS except for one. So yeah, it's a good record. It's, it's been a good um, run. How does Follow Me play into your Triple E style then? Just around that attrition at the back end of the game, if you've got um, like a panther who's taken a bit of damage or had a couple of big attacks and he's flush with power, you can kind of uh, use his mantle, do a couple of really massive attacks, get all your power back, and then follow me and bring in someone like Killmonger or like a five-threader like Juggernaut or something like that. And I find that kind of is the nail in the coffin for a lot of squads around that turn three where if you're close to winning and then you can activate uh, you know, whether you have priority or don't have priority and you can get someone like Panther to go really big and then follow me and activate someone else really big. It kind of it's pretty hard to recover for a lot of uh, lists. Mm. I guess it's that all you've got sort of style of play which um, which was oppressive but enjoyable if you were on the all you've got side of it. Hmm. Okay, so is that is that our list done then? I think so. Yeah, no, that's it. Okay, cool. Uh, we've got a couple of Christmas questions then, just to, to finish it up. Yep. Uh, what's the gift AMG gave Wakanda this year that you're most happy with? Ah, uh, they brought my rerolls back to <laughs> not being as much of a, um, a exercise in Einstein level mathematics, trying to work out whether to spend it and not spend it and. Um, now it's just relatively easy. So for that, I'm grateful. I don't have headaches yep. after games now. Yep, uh, I agree. I think that was that was a pain, and it just slowed down the rolling process of the just... game. Like, no, I can't roll my dice yet. I've got to wait for you to roll your dice and then think about. Uh, yeah, it was a pain. Yeah, and it just you had no. awkward interactions where, say, your opponent 
got excited and chucked his dice and you're like, oh, hang on, mate, I haven't had an opportunity to even declare a re-roll and now I'm looking at what you've rolled and it's like, who's punished? Mm. Am I punished because you've rolled too early or are you punished and I now get yep. to see what you've done and spend the power? Or So it was just awkward, but now it's yep. streamlined, it's, it's good. It's definitely, it's definitely smoother now. Uh, what's on your affiliation Christmas list for Wakanda for next year? I want more affiliated characters. Um, yeah, like an you know, Mbaku maybe. Yeah, Mbaku, some, you know, probably more three-threat affiliated characters. Um, I don't know if they need any four-threat. I would love to even see like a five-threat. Um, I don't know what's coming out in the new Wakanda Forever movie, but if there's some super Wakandan that I haven't heard about that could come out and give me like a five-threat in the affiliation piece, or I wouldn't I like mind, that. you know, maybe the rhino riding guy to come in and be... <laughs> Um, yeah. a five threat piece or what MCP know. needs is more rhinos yeah exactly <laughs> I wouldn't I mind seeing something the, like that spider foes definitely will be appreciating that comment absolutely <laughs> it's a dream but I don't think it'll happen but yeah some more affiliated Wakandans would be awesome yeah Just I mean uh, Nakia I can see Nakia as a two or a three threat maybe yeah that'd be awesome um, the the big bear is that Mbaku the big bear guy the, um, Mbaku yeah you got it yeah, yeah. he'd be good I'd like to see him swinging that big hammer around. Uh, cool. Santa's got many elves helping him. Who is your affiliation's unsung hero you can't live without and maybe doesn't get enough credit? In affiliation? Yeah. Or it could be the character which you always play in affiliation. I guess that, that checks out too. Oh, it's tough. Um, I find probably Killmonger. Um, I think everyone focuses on the big three for Wakanda a lot of the time. Um, it's definitely not Storm. We'll just stop there. Um, but Killmonger is such a, a fun piece to play. He's got plenty of efficiency with the charge, and you bring in the Sherpa Throne, it can win your games. Um, I, I really love playing Killmonger with his pierce. He's got the energy attacks. Like He's heaps of fun, um, and I think more people should play around with him a little bit. Okay, great. Uh, have you got any final thoughts just to wrap up this Christmas present with a bow? Uh, not really, no, no, I'm all good. <laughs> okay, right. Just, just back to bang the bow on. I guess one final question then. Where do you reckon Wakanda ranks in terms of competitive affiliations right now? I definitely think they're top five. Um, I don't know if they're breaking into the top three. I think they're sitting around that four and five piece. Um I think overall Criminal Syndicate probably are going to pip them for the secure gods, um, especially having Black Cat in affiliation. Um, they're better than most factions, I will say that. Like the majority of factions, I will say Wakanda's better. Um, but I don't know if they're they're breaching in past, you know, like Criminal Syndicate or um, Black Order or... Um, I don't know what you would say the other top three is. You know, something probably sneaky like A-Force or maybe even... Oh, Sam. Sam Wilson. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah. Sam Wilson. But Wakanda's got yeah. all right game in the Sam, so it's a bit of a... But I don't think they're top three. I think they're fourth or fifth. I can see. Yeah, I can see that. Right, well, Travis, thanks very much for your time and have a happy holidays. Thanks, mate. Yeah, you too. It's good to chat to you. Thanks for having me on. Cheers, mate.